0: I'm joined in the studio by Rosa Brignoni from the organisation Time for Equality and Italian journalist and photographer Stefania Prandi, who is in Luxembourg at the invitation of Time for Equality. Stefania's open air photographic exhibition has opened at Rotonde and is called Le Consequenze and is a pictorial report on the families of femicide victims. Welcome to you both. Um, let's start with Rosa, I think. Uh, why did Time for Equality decide to invite Stefania with her exhibition to
1: Luxembourg? Thanks, Elisa, for having us. Uh, Stefania is, uh, was already here two years ago. We have already uh, close cooperation and contacts with Stefania. She wrote a reportage, she made a reportage on uh, Um, women, female workers in agriculture, exploited at the rest in Spain, Italy and Morocco. It was a very impressive work. And uh, so then we started also talking about the next project. And when Stefania mentioned that she was working on femicide, uh, focusing on the consequences of uh, femicide, which is the death. Uh, afterwards, Stefania will explain very well so <laughs> what it is about. Um, we decided it's time for Equality to support it from the beginning, and then to invite her to present this work in Luxembourg. Why? Because we need to raise awareness about so, gender-based va- violence in general and femicide in particular. The same, the word, the term itself exists, is still a, a taboo. Mm -hmm. Uh, here or uh, in other countries uh, um, and uh, we need to understand we need to name things in in order to understand them and then to take action and also because uh, of the I mean we know the quality and the approach Stefania to this uh, work with interviews, approaching families, uh, establish the contacts she will explain later uh, better. So um, it's not just, uh, you know, a quick going to someone who has lost a, a daughter, ask an interview, 10 minutes and then leave. No, she worked on this project for three years. And, um, and you see with the dignity and humanity coming from the this uh, family members, mothers especially, that uh, wanted to testimony and to talk and so she created this space uh, for their voices. And so we, through art, through culture, uh, photography, and then uh, testimonies, a book, we want to raise awareness and we thought, um, yes, and especially here in Luxembourg too. And what we, uh, with Rotonda, we had this excellent cooperation. They propose immediately to have the um, exhibition in plein air, mm-hmm. which is a great idea. And, uh, in fact, because it is open, everybody can go um, there, uh, look, uh, you know, watch it. Uh, there is, uh, come back. It's a message of putting the private, you know, stories mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to the public and political space. And um, just uh, to close, the exhibition will be open until the 19th of November. We also can organise thematic visits on requests, request small groups, schools, etc. Well, we, we'll come
0: back to that in a minute. So let's go and move to, to St- Stefania because I think Rosa's touched on, on many things. But let's back up and just talk about the term femicide because it's not, it's actually not some, it's not really a word that's used.
2: Yeah, uh, good morning, uh, everyone. So femicide is the term designed uh, to define the killing or disappearance of a woman due to to her gender to which she belongs and for reason of hatred, contempt, pleasure or a sense of possession. Uh, It's a term that uh, is is now in in, in the Italian system. I I would say that media is using it a lot and also in Spain as well Mm -hmm. and uh, in South America. And we started to use it a lot in the u s since uh, I would say a few years mm-hmm. but it's not so widespread yet mm-hmm. uh, in other countries
0: no not at all and i th- I think you're you know raising awareness to the word and, and 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 basically the the act of violence towards women is really important i mean I th- this morning just in in the international news there was a report about young women being you know they spike the drinks in in, in the bars well now they're actually um injecting women like in the arm, unknown, you know, so regardless of women, whether the woman goes to buy a drink or not, you know, you're not even safe because they're injecting them with the same substance in the arm and, you know, these women are being taken to hospital not knowing why they've blacked out. So there is this sort of wave of violence against against women that just, you know, seems unstoppable. In terms of your exhibition, you have chosen to focus on the people left behind can you tell me why and what triggered the 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 idea to to do that
2: Uh, yeah in Italy I mean we know that uh, on average a woman is killed every 60 hours Uh, And I mean, these kind of killings are are covered by the mainstream media and they focus mainly on what what, what happened on the moment and uh, on the behavior of uh, killers. But they don't really focus uh, on the consequences of this killing. And when a woman is killed uh, at the end of a man, not not only it's that life destroyed, but the whole families are affected. Mm Um, was uh, dealing with uh, consequences: of our mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, and children and um, they are the ones uh, with shattered lives memory kept alive by pictures children uh, to be lived and comfortable by grandmothers and grandfathers mostly but also aunts or you know like uh, close uh, relatives and uh, so they have all these uh, um, weights on their shoulders and they Mm. have to keep going and what I found that uh, when I started this project I found out that an increasing number of families uh, undertake daily battles, often invisible from outside. So some write books, uh, start petitions, collect funds for our rising um, campaigns, or engage uh, uh, in online activism. And uh, they want, uh, their aim is to get society to understand how what they uh, went through as precise cultural and social uh, roots, because there is still a widespread culture of ownership uh, and domination of women by men. I would say in Italy, but I mean, this is kind of general.
0: Mm. And so, so were the families quite open to speak with you or were they hesitant in, in any way?
2: Um, Yeah, one of the main problems for me was to find the families. Mm Um, because some of them were open to talk to me, but others didn't really want because they were suspicious against uh, um, journalists. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, due to the way in which too often uh, journalists, I mean, we as, the, as category, deal with the facts of others uh, without questioning the ways and limits, without su- sufficiently considering the request of the subject involved. Mm-hmm. Um, in some cases, um, you know, they just say no. So I had to to, to look for many families.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: No, I just wondered when you said that, you know, the, the families were involved in, um, or some people were involved in, in, in sort of silent ways of dealing with their pain, which was activism or, you know, writing. If for them, the people that got involved, if it was actually an outlet for them to, to, to speak to you and to see that someone cared... Yeah, I mean, the, the people I portrayed,
2: uh, they were very, um, they really wanted to talk well to me mm-hmm. and they wanted to portrayed, to be portrayed and also in the book because there is also a written book. Uh, in the written book, they... Uh, they, br- they took the space I gave them. I mean, I tried to create space for their voices mm-hmm. and they decide how and how much to talk. Mm-hmm. That's why also, you know, the chapters of the book are not homogeneous. You can find longer chapters and mm, shorter chapters because I di- because uh, one of the problems they have with media usually is that the n- media wanted. Them to fit in some spaces, in specific sure. spaces, and instead they wanted to tell their stories with their own time and words uh, and, and way, in their own way.
0: And is there is there often a sense that the 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 victim? Is stigmatized because, in some way, it's their fault that they've got themselves perhaps into a relationship that was a bad relationship, or you know, and, and it, it, I mean, it can be a woman walking down the street, you know, yeah, in the the UK with the case of a, a policeman abducting um, a woman just recently and murdering her. You know, it's as if there's no safe space anymore. So how that image of um, the victim blaming can continue is, is. um is quite stunning but is there still a sense within the families that there is a a, a sense of blame on the victim?
2: Yeah, I mean the victim blaming we experience as women when something happened to us due to gender issues gender violence discrimination and I mean everything related to violence gender violence is the same thing that uh, families experience mm. as well so they are victimized revictimized i would say mm-hmm. so there is a second victimization um, you know they uh, they heard that um, some people think that they didn't do enough to prevent the killing or they were not uh, not really great parents because they were not able to raise uh, um, an empowered woman who could react to family violence and but of course this is not true because we know that violence is very complex and when you experience uh, what is called you know like uh, domestic violence but is a really weird term because mm-hmm. in the US we are discussing to call it terror domestic terror yeah. Uh, because it's something you experience, and uh, when when you live it, you you cannot really uh, react properly because they're not like you know like signals that are telling you you should do this or this or this. Mm-hmm. And then most of the women I, I met, uh, I mean most of the families I met, uh, their daughters or the um, the woman who was killed as children. So when you have a child, uh, you really need to. I mean your life is just. Uh, Uh, you behave in a way that uh, your priority is your child or or, or your children Mm -hmm. so even if you experience violence in family you really try to do everything to save the family
0: yeah and I I guess there's also that element in as a parent um, of a child who's been murdered there's that element of shame and guilt that you were not able to protect that family member how has the response been to the exhibition, the families? I mean, how did they respond to the, the, the work that you have shown? Uh,
2: so the first, uh, the first exhibition I had uh, was uh, 2019, um, 2019. And uh, I, uh, we invited, uh, with the Dry Art is an association from Bologna, we invited three mothers at the exhibition. Mm. So there were Giovanna Ferrari, Renza Volpini and Marisa Golinucci and it was very moving and all the people who were uh, you know looking for the were visiting the the exhibition i heard their words were Mm -hmm. really moved generally uh, what i tried to do was to um, like uh, um, create a connection between these mothers who sometimes don't know themselves so the idea was to create a kind uh, to trying to try to uh, create uh, a connection, because there is this uh, invisible movement, I would say in Italy, mm-hmm. but maybe is as uh, aware as well, of people who try to react uh, to femicide they experience and try to make a uh, work for, for a better society. So when people come to exhibition, you know they look at the picture and they read uh, the captions, and they are aware they, they become aware of this kind of
0: strength that these people have. can ask how long did the project take for you to get it together I mean did you have a fixed time in mind or was it something that developed and at some point you just felt okay I have what I need
2: I started in 2000 uh, in 2016 and at the beginning I wanted to meet more families but then you know it was very difficult to find money for the project because uh, no no one really was trusting at it. Mm -hmm. So after uh, three, two years, I just gave up. And then uh, this association, Dry Hard with Chiara Cretella, she just uh, found my picture in my website and she decided to produce the exhibition. So after that, I started again. And then I decided to put together, you know, just uh, 13 um, stories, I would say. Uh, for the book, and then uh, I just decide to stop. But this could be, of course, uh, a work in progress. Mm -hmm. And there are so many, you know, things that uh, should be covered. So I hope that maybe someone else could do it as well.
0: And Rosa mentioned the fact that the, the exhibition here in Luxembourg, it's an open-air exhibition at Rotonde. Um, most people, our listeners, probably know where we are, which is in this amazing cultural site here. Um, and the exhibition is outdoors. It's open for everyone to see at any time. How important was that for you, that it was outdoors? I mean, it is quite significant that it's in a public place. Um, that people can stumble across it you know when they're in a social setting rather than actively having to go to an exhibition where you make the decision to go to see that work how important was it to have it open like that
2: I think this is very important and I'm really happy about that because uh, uh, you know usually this kind of topic are discussed uh, in like closed circles, I would say, like femi- mostly feminist.
0: I was going to say, all in circles where people care already. It's how do you reach yeah. reach further? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I mean, this is important because, of course, uh, we need to, uh, I mean, to improve our knowledge as well, even if we care about a top, a specific topic. But uh, I mean, this is not just uh, a topic that uh, about women. Usually, you know. Uh, when when i pre- present the book or sometimes also at the ex- exhibition in Italy because I have an exhibition in Italy as well, but mm-hmm. usually it's inside mm-hmm. so inside museum or inside uh, schools sometimes university and this is really good for me because also in both places uh, there are students who are exposed to the topic and they are i don't i wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's forced but you know they have a look and so something we just can keep something from mm-hmm. from what I did, yeah. um, but uh, usually, you know, uh, this kind of topic are discussed in closed circles. So, uh, uh, I mean, we need to, to we need to really define that violence against women is not something that uh, is just about women. I mean, the aggressors, the killers, are men. So, I mean, I think men should really start to. Mm, start to, to think about it and so I hope that the exhibition can be seen by a lot of men mm-hmm. also young men and I don't want to say they are responsible for what men do but we know that men have privileges uh, so when you have a privilege you really need to think about it and discuss it and, and so decide how to use it also
0: I think it's also in society in terms of stepping up and saying you know what is right and what is wrong and what is acceptable I mean sometimes you do wonder um how a blind eye can be turned to certain circumstances um and and that's the responsibility of of men and women um to 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 say no that's not right and and uh yeah, it is, I think it's really, I mean, really important that it's in an open space like that. So hopefully we get a lot of people down here at the next events that are taking place anyway, and they come across the exhibition and, and have a look. One other thing that, that Rosa mentioned was the fact that, you know, schools and other groups can um, come to the exhibition on an organised basis. How would we help people do that, Rosa?
1: Uh, yes, uh, we aren't. Um, we didn't finish this part uh, yet, but will be done uh, today or tomorrow. Uh, also, people coming to the exhibition. This is a QR code where you can connect uh, with a specific um, page on our um, uh, website, where there are extra, there is extra information, extra material, and also uh, you know, the possibility to contact us, either to organize. Uh, um, Visit also independently and eh? mm-hmm. could be with a teacher sure. who is briefed, and then the, the the children. So we want to put extra material in English and in French, mm-hmm. so that it's uh, available. And also we are in touch with the organization we work with, so uh, we are waiting from them to propose these visits. So mm-hmm. it will be announced on our website, on our social media, and people can just contact us uh, by email or on our Facebook page mm-hmm. and. Uh,
0: so there's the QR code, yeah. the, the exhibition. But I mean, people will be very familiar with QR codes yeah, because yeah. it's how you get <laughs> the menu now on any restaurant. So that was, that's a new thing um, that everybody's familiar with. So that's, that's very accessible. Um, and then on the website, which is timeforequality.org, is yes. it? Um, so there'll be more information up.
1: Yes, we'll um, put all, also all the texts that were uh, said yesterday, also in French, you know, the reading text, we had a reading by three actors of extras of the book. So we'll put on the website also the text in Italian and French so that people can... Yeah, because the captions the are
2: mm-hmm. in English and in French. Okay. I mean, the book, uh, the it's written Italia, book is yeah. in Italian. Sure. But uh, f- with uh, Time for Equality, they decide to translate some, some part of the book so you can have an idea of the whole project. Okay. Because, I mean, the project is made by... Uh, words, uh, pictures, uh, uh, and audios as well, so, yeah.
1: Yeah. If someone, a nice volunteer, would like to volunteer to translate this uh, text into English, there Mm are a few, three, four pages, from Italian or be, from French? Uh, from Italian or from French, because we have the French translation okay. into English. That would be really great. <laughs> okay, let's see if we
0: can find somebody <laughs> yeah, there, because no, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, because so, uh, it's
1: not something that we can do. I mean, you need someone who is really a translator. It's, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The French translation is very good, so it's better not to translate it if it's. Uh,
0: if it's not, if it's not what you yeah, ne- you so need. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can we can find somebody who can help with that. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, time for equality is the website. I would also suggest. Um, Stefania your website as well because I obviously had a look through that and, and there's some fascinating projects other projects um, on there um, that actually I didn't realise had been to Luxembourg the, the uh, ones with the migrant workers yeah. um, I thought were, were fascinating as well so I would suggest anyone to to also go along and have a look on, on your website so do you want to give me the name of the website there?
2: So it's the stefaniabrandi.it
0: uh, IT for Italy ok IT. cool Ladies, thank you so much for for joining us and uh, Rosa, hopefully have you again soon um, because you're always welcome. But Stefania, thank you so much for joining us in the studio today. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Lisa.